Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. Uh, great to be with you today. And as we were talking before the the break, it's so important in everything that we do that we ha- have everyone have a seat at the table and that everybody gets to have a voice. And uh, we're really excited to be joined in studio uh, with our good friend Dave Colley, uh, who many of you know from the Cold Podcast. And uh, today's a big day. It's the launching of uh, season two of Cold. And this is one, uh, Dave, where you really are playing the role of helping someone uh, have a voice who didn't have a voice. I really hope so, Boyd. This, uh, this is a tough story to tell. Uh, Joyce Yost, who is the focus of our second season of Cold, is a woman who disappeared in 1985. And she has been the subject of news stories, articles over the years. Uh, but most... Most people who are familiar with her story, if they're familiar at all, have only ever seen one picture of her. Mm. And when we made the decision to focus on her story, a big part of the drive was, okay, Joyce Yost disappeared under these suspicious, we later find out, horrifying circumstances. Most of the reporting that's happened over the last three decades has been focused on the man who ultimately killed her. Mm. Can we bring Joyce forward and tell her story and give her the opportunity to inform us about what she experienced rather than just retell this grisly, horrible story of the man who took her life. Yeah, and it's so easy to focus on that. We see that in in so many different uh, places and spaces where we're we're just obsessed or just solely focused on the perpetrator and how awful everything is. Uh, But I love the fact that you begin this season with really educating us and introducing us uh, in a meaningful way through her children uh, and other things uh, to really know who was Joyce. And and that really follows just the process of the reporting. Uh, You know, in my going back to try to tell Joyce's story, I had to reach out to the people who did know her. And that means, you know, her children. That means her friends, uh, the investigators that she talked to when this all originally went down. Uh, You know, one of the most colorful characters who I met was a man named uh, Randy Salazar. He was Joyce's former son-in-law and uh, just so open, so willing to take me in and and talk to me about, you know, this woman that he has such fond memories of, but that he's not seen in, you know, 35 some odd years. Yeah, we've got a little bit of sound uh, from the podcast uh, featuring Randy uh, and your conversation with him. Let's play that and we'll have you respond. Going over to their house for Christmas, the there'd be the Christmas tree and there wouldn't be much carpet left because she would, I mean, she would shop and shop and any gift she thought about you during the year, 
it was underneath that tree. She would be more excited for you to open the gifts, you know, and to watch you open the gifts. And uh, she just got so much enjoyment out of that. And then I remember when we had our first daughter, Melissa. Melissa was born on, on December 12th. Joyce just, she bought her so many Christmas presents by the time Christmas was there. It was crazy. Melissa couldn't open the gifts, so she would open the gifts a little bit and show her, like, you know, like Melissa really didn't care, but, but Joyce got a lot of enjoyment out of it. I, I feel like I'm sitting on the couch next to them watching this happen yeah. in my family on Christmas morning. And, and it's one of those things that it might seem simple on the surface, right? That's the kind of anecdote that if you didn't know what happened to Joyce later, you'd maybe say, yeah, 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 that sounds like anybody else. But when you recognize this was a person who mattered so intensely to the people who loved her, yeah. um, I feel like it's incumbent on us to to honor that and tell that part of the story so that when we get to what happens later, you understand the full impact of it. Uh, it's so important. If you're just joining us, we've got Dave Colley in studio today. Uh, the second season, season two, uh, launches today of Cold, uh, Amazon Music exclusive. And uh, I just love where you're starting this this whole process and where this journey uh, will take everyone. Uh, as we continue to talk about Joyce and kind of her voice and her life, I, I love this uh, description we just listened to. Uh, what else did you learn about her that everybody should know? So Joyce, Susan Powell that we talked about in season one of Cold, uh, she was somebody who moved to Utah from Washington State. And we talked a bit about kind of her background. Um, she was a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and, and fit in so well in the, the community there, the religious community when she came to Utah. You know, Joy, Joyce is a different type of person. She is was not a member of that church. She came to Utah through a uh, connection with her sister who lived here. Uh, but she ultimately, you know, she was of a different part of our culture. Mm -hmm. and, and that tapestry of Utah to recognize that we are a culture made up of, of people from all different backgrounds. Uh, she expressed a lot of fear about how her story would be received uh, that we're going to get into in season two of Cold because she was a person who worked uh, as a waitress serving drinks sometimes. Mm -hmm. And in 1985 in Davis County, that might have been viewed very differently yeah. in front of a, a, a jury. So recognizing that Joyce has her own story, that um, hopefully somebody who listens to this gets to know her, that uh, they recognize that even all these years later, she is still loved and her family still wants more than anything to see her brought home. It's a, it's an open-ended mystery, as is the Susan Powell case from season one, where we hope that doing this reporting can ultimately provide them some answers. Oh, fantastic. Dave, Colley, appreciate the way that you go at these uh, and the important voices that you're raising in this process. Again, reminder to everyone that the Cold Podcast season two uh, launched today. It's an Amazon Music exclusive, and uh, we encourage everyone to check that out. Uh, powerful reporting and extraordinary storytelling uh, by Dave Collier. We appreciate the way you go at that. And again, the voice you're raising uh, in this particular one is, is really stirring. Thank you so much, boy. I appreciate it. All right. Very good. Uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside for uh, bottom of the hour news. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the economy. We had uh, J.P. Morgan Chase uh, head, Jamie Dimon, and uh, former Ambassador John Huntsman having a conversation about the future of the economy here in the state of Utah. We're going to be joined by Art Raymond here on KSL News Radio. Coming up next, stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley. 
investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.